beautiful. It's gonna be an all time of the night. Alright, Rome, I got something for your ass. What are we driving? Welcome back to the Fast Five Minute Podcast. A show where, wait, one second, um, guard. Uh, you uh, are yes. recording, correct? Yes, Stone, I am recording. Okay, okay, back into it. A show where we talk about the Fast and the Furious franchise, and uh, both of us are recording, so that's great news. Uh, my name is Stone. I had the a other feeling person... I was going to be receiving some of these jokes today. <laughs> that other person that you hear, uh, who is also recording, he's assured me multiple times, his guard. Uh, guard, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. I've uh, been belittled now, so uh, I hate you. But other than that, I'm doing well. It's okay. Um, I mean, you deserve it a little bit, but... Well, maybe a little. A little. Uh, We're on episode 15. We're watching minute 70 to 75 of Too Fast, Too Furious. Uh, We have... Six episodes left. Oh, this movie's never gonna end. But uh, no, it, that's what it seems like to me for sure. No, me too. But um, we're gonna talk about this five minutes. Uh, me and guard. It's been a while since we recorded. We took a w- week off. Uh, it's good to be back. It's good to see the audiences here. You guys are looking great as always. Um, guard. Looking great. Yeah. You've been spying on the audience, Stone. You don't. Um, hmm. I, hmm. Interesting. Hmm, Anyways, indeed. guard, do you have anything uh, off the top you need to just get into before we get into the meat and potatoes of this episode? Uh, not much today. I just got a crypto.com commercial on my <laughs> open tab, so sorry about that, everyone. Yep, heard that. <laughs> not a sponsor, to be clear. Not. Hard uh, not. Certainly welcome to Crypto.com sponsoring the podcast. Please reach out to us. Um, but today we have a sponsor <laughs> that's Crypto even better. Mr. himself is yeah. listening, please reach out. That's right. But today we have a sponsor that's even better than them, Stone. We do. And I know what it is, as always. As always. This week is brought to you by taking a week-long break. <laughs> Feeling overwhelmed? Have a weekly podcast but realize it's hard to schedule a time to record during Christmas? Try taking a week-long break. Wow, I love that. I love that they sponsored, and that's why we took the break, because they paid for it. That's right. Um, yeah, exactly. So that was really what, good. What else would you like? do you like to take a week-long break from, Guard? What would I like to, or what do I? Mm, both. I take um, at least yearly week-long breaks from work, as mandated by federal law. Uh, it's. I don't think it's federal law that you have to take a whole week off. Now, Stone... You have to consider that I work at a In bank. a row. I have to take five business days off. Legally, you do. I believe so. Bank policy and, I believe, legally. Uh, and the reasoning behind that, if anyone's curious, and I hope I'm not... I, I, I couldn't possibly be getting in trouble by telling people this, right? <laughs> the, the reasoning is that if someone does your job for a week, uh, they could catch you being a scammer, you know? Huh, interesting. Yeah. It might just you be th- bank policy, though. I don't know. I was going to say, you think they'd have the same rules for accountants, but I assure you they don't. 
Yeah, I think it's a federal law. I, I just huh. looked it up. Uh, oh, no. Why do some banks require mandatory leave? It looks like a, probably a policy. Huh. Anyway, so I take a week off of work at least once a year. Great. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I hope I'm not going to get fired for telling everyone that. I, I, couldn't, po- I, I couldn't see why that would possibly be uh, like secret information, though. So, Well, if it was, thanks for sharing. <laughs> yeah, if it was, I hope the podcast does well because I'm not going to have a job. <laughs> If we get more big sponsors like that Crypto. one. Crypto.com is going to be needed if I'm if I'm let go. <laughs> well, that's a great sponsor, and I'm glad you take time off from work, as everyone should. That's right. Fuck jobs. Well, <laughs> now, to be clear, not fuck my job, because I do want to continue having it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. But I, I do encourage taking time off from jobs. Uh, fuck working without breaks at jobs there is that better yeah yeah i can get behind that yeah that that works in any situation right i agree well great guard um i don't have f1 to talk about because we're a few weeks out of the season and i don't know what to do on sunday mornings anymore oh man boy it's done i just wake up and watch the sunset like a or sunset sunrise like a fucking wow you are losing fuck jobs you're working up with the sun going down (laughs) Um, well, time to get into football, I guess. Eh. And that brings us to my new segment. No, please, yeah. NFL 2-3. What no, happened this week? I'm just Who kidding. Who got COVID? Uh, what Most wacky thing did Aaron Rodgers say this week on a podcast for some reason? Well, first of all, Aaron Rodgers goes on weekly podcasts on the Pat McAfee show. He's on. He's on a. He's a regular, huh? He is, and our direct competitor, by the way. So, not only is NFL, uh, not only is Aaron Rodgers a renowned NFL quarterback, but also our enemy, podcast wise. Does he also talk about Fast and the Furious? I can't imagine he ever has. To be honest, I don't listen to it all that. Good. Often. Stay in your lane, idiot. Yeah, <laughs> that's right, Aaron. <laughs> Watch yourself. <laughs> Oh, but no, I don't have anything besides all that rambling that we just did. I don't either. Um, Guard. Yes. uh, Before we get into it, how was your Christmas? Christmas was lovely, Stone. Thank you for asking. I spent time with family, which was great. I got the entire uh, lineup of Hot Ones Hot Sauces, another competitor of ours, but also a big fan of them, so that's all right. Yeah, they can come in whatever lane they want. That's right. Um, Hot Ones, if you're listening, or if I get famous and get on there seven years from now, I want to come on the show. Dude, I, me and you both, we love we love the spicy. Stone and I are willing to come on together uh, as guests <laughs> for any capacity. We'll promote anything you want us to. <laughs> Their last guest was uh, Tom Holland, and the next is going to be Stone and Guard from the <laughs> That's right. Fast Five Minute Podcast. Yes. Oh, what a... What a sad story that would be for that show. Three superstars all in their prime. <laughs> Three very handsome boys with good hair. That's that's correct, yeah. Well, great to hear. Anyway, Stone, uh, how was your Christmas? Really great, or? Um, well, I went home, uh, f- uh, flew home before Christmas to beat the old Christmas rush, which mm-hmm. I think was a good call. And that was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on actual Christmas, um, I made the best meal of my life, and me and Brianna did an entire thousand-piece puzzle, so 
It was oh, a pretty wow. good day all around. That sounds lovely, Stone. Good for you. It was. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, well, guard. Mm-hmm. Shall we get into this five minutes? Oh, uh, um, yes, we shall. And would you like to tell the audience how it began or how it ended? I'll take ended uh, in a loose, very loose capacity. It ended, uh, at least my notes ended, with uh, the worst disguised walkie-talkie I've ever seen in my life. Great. It, yeah, and it started with um, Bilkins being a cool dude and the Homeland Security guy being a huge, uh, huge dickbag. Yeah, that's a precise summary of that. So, okay, catching us up a little bit. There, We just uh, talked about a boat B&E last episode. That's correct. Brian and Roman have got some upsetting news from a uh, uh, fellow agent and good friend, uh, Monica Fuentes. Mm-hmm. They said, you guys are going to die. <laughs> Awful news. Yeah. Rest in peace. <laughs> Tough news, you guys are going to die. Um, they then took that news to the abandoned seafood shack where they <laughs> meet with their coworkers. Their regular meeting place at the abandoned seafood restaurant. Yes. Slash and they have, and they've complimented Bilkins on his shirt. <laughs> In an and, insulting fashion. Yes. And then that's where we pick up uh, in this episode where the other s- agent who isn't Bilkins, um, do we know his name? It's not worth knowing at this point. No, We're so I, deep in. Agent fucking <clears throat> sucks ass. Homeland Security that. agent who they're working for. Um, says, no one will call off this mission but me. Um, so he's just okay sending these two to their death. They've expressed that they will be killed if they go on this mission. There is an active plan to kill them. The The plan by the bad guy is to murder both of them. And they know that from a reliable source. Who's also one of their co-workers. And he says, well... Screw you guys. Screw you guys. You're not ruining my mission. Um, wow, huge dick. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, so that's tough for the boys. Also, that can't be, like, I don't know, a procedure in any law enforcement, right? For him to just say, fuck you, you're going in. You know, I would doubt that. Uh, certainly, if someone... Wanted to not do that, I can only assume they would be given the option of uh, saying no thanks at any time. <laughs> well, I they, think they could so. just quit, you know. Uh, our boys have a problem, though. Yeah, he threatens them. Yes, he says basically either you do this or option number two, Stone, I will find so much shit on you, you guys are going to go to jail for quite some time, he's told them. So your two options are A, finish out this mission, and die. B, uh, puss out, you absolute puss. weenies. And I'm going to send you to jail, as, Have fun in jail because I'm mad at you for ruining my mission. Um, now, Stone, not how great long options. do you suspect they would go to jail for? Well, About 10 years, do you think? <laughs> Brian might go to jail for a while because, <laughs> right, of the as we've discussed at great length, <laughs> He is a wanted criminal on the run who <laughs> murdered someone in the street and then let a violent criminal. He's a cold-blooded walk. killer, <laughs> no doubt. And then and then ditched out on his police duties. 
So he'd go away for a while. Roman <laughs> would go back to competing in demolition derbies and maybe have to put his ankle monitor back on. Okay, so for the sake of what I'm going to do next, then let's say the compromise between those two is 10 years. Okay. Uh, which brings us to our new segment. Would Stone <laughs> rather go to jail or? Oh, or. Okay. A fun segment in which I present options and you tell us if you'd rather go to jail for 10 years or do the other thing. Oh, 10 years is so long. Yes. It is. Prison, uh, by the way, to be clear. You'd be I wouldn't do well in prison either. I'm little and I'm cute. Yeah, you're a little twink, no doubt. So that keep that in mind when you're answering <laughs> these. Okay. Uh, Stone, your first option uh, presented to the boys here, uh, and they've chose uh, unwisely, I would say. Would you rather go to jail for 10 years or die? Probably. <laughs> if, if it's... Um... I'm going to die for sure. Probably go to jail for 10 years. Right. That's fair. I don't know. I might actually rather die because it's so long. <laughs> well, that's not going to be good for these next ones. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Well, let's... So, so live then officially. I would like you to go to jail. I guess I'll go to jail to for 10 years and we can record the podcast over a smuggled cell phone that, some deal, yeah. that you've helped me uh, smuggle in. Might be kind of a cool podcast idea, actually. Dude, that sounds pretty sick. Uh, okay. If anyone's listening from inside prison, uh, reach out. That's right. Number two, Stone. Would you rather go to jail for 10 years or puke every time someone says dog and you hear? Oh, dude, I hate throwing up. Is Anytime this Anytime you hear the word dog for the rest of your life, you puke. The rest of my life. Uh, violently puke. Not violently, just however you normally puke. Uh, <laughs> right of the mill uh typical puke however you normally toss cookies however you normally call the dinos pray to the porcelain throne you know etc etc that's all et cetera, right et or go to jail for 10 years um for life that's right i th I, th I think i'd do the puke thing i wouldn't You'd be happy puke every day, yeah so <laughs> i was thinking about this all day I think the option. I think the right choice is is the puke thing, and then you just tell everyone in your life not to say dog around you very much. Yeah, if you say dog around me, uh, out you of spite, you don't just tell I'm them, gonna. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna cut you out of my life and never speak to you again. Yeah, I mean, like you and then, fist fight people that say dog, or you puke yeah. on them. Actually, is what I would. Yeah, do. yeah, yeah, yeah. If someone and says then, dog around then, you, knowing about this, you you try to puke on them. When I'm out in public, I just uh, keep earplugs in and learn sign language. <laughs> oh, interesting, Stone. So I'd never hear it. Yeah. Not yeah. A, a very smart move. Thank you. I, I'm impressed. Thank okay, you. last one for now, because I think for this segment <laughs> has some potential. Uh, would you rather go to jail for 10 years or, or have a rat tear through your lower intestine, but you live? Oh, man. Well, if I... <laughs> is it in a manner of the rat is under a bucket? That's right. <laughs> yeah. in, in that in that vein? The rat's on um, your stomach. A bucket is over the top. We heat up the bucket until the rat tears through your lower intestine, but you live. But I live. Miraculously. Um, any lasting medical effects or just a horrific scar and a brutal story? Horrific scar and... 
you can't eat certain foods. You can't eat spicy <laughs> food anymore uh, without some pretty violent diarrhea. But you, st- I mean, you still can as long as you're I mean, willing to to have violent diarrhea, like worse than normal from spicy food. I was gonna say that sounds pretty run of the mill for spicy food <laughs> and me. Um, God, ten years. I think I'd do the rat. I think. Yeah, <laughs> going ten to jail for so ten years long, would fucking dude. suck, dude. Think about what you were doing ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so long ago. Yeah, I think that's the right call. I mean, that would suck so bad. Well, great. Now, now I am uh, feeling upset and in a, a horrible place. Hey, anytime. Man. Continue this rest of the podcast. Um, I'm gonna think of some more some horrific stuff that you might great, choose man. jail instead. Great man. Um. Yeah, yeah. Find find some real. Think up some real gnarly stuff for me. Gladly, yeah, gladly will. Um. Well, great, great segment, guard. Thank you. Um. We. Uh. In the episode, I don't know if we knew this last time, but Bilkins is wearing below the knee khaki shorts with his cool shirt. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Did we point that out last episode? I don't, I don't know. Think I should so. know. Worth pointing I out, edited the podcast literally yesterday, so uh, they learned that they're gonna die and they're just gonna have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Rest in but peace. these these boys aren't going down without a fight. That's right. No way, no how. Um, they say they messed with the wrong two guys, and that Verone doesn't need all that money that they're gonna be dropping off or whatever he's doing. And they've come up with a plan without talking to each other or discussing any details. They've come up with a really good plan. Mm-hmm. And that plan is, of course, I undisclosed. No, at this no moment. idea, dude. I have no clue what their plan is. I mean, well, it's it's baffling to me. Their plan has to involve the two cars that they risk their job for. Yeah, so um, they I mean, so they way. come up with this plan and basically it's basically not a plan, right? They kind of just say like um they're we're like the two of us we're in this together now and we're like okay. Yeah, we got this. Do boys for life and then Brian uses a very old cell phone mm-hmm. that you pull the antenna out of, sick. And he calls up Tej and then Tej takes him to what looks like an abandoned shopping mall. Maybe I don't know. And- I have no idea, dude. So the whole, I mean, a lot of this five minutes is just baffling to me. So they go to like, <laughs> no, nothing is explained. Nothing. No, they just go to this random place. And then do they even have the same cars? Well, they go to a place where they walk. They're walking in what looks like an overpass, like a pedestrian overpass of a road. Mm-hmm. It looks abandoned. And Tej goes, this place is this place gonna work? And then someone's like, "Yeah, I think it'll work." Cut away from that. Don't know where they're at. Don't know what they're talking yeah. about. Not important. Then we get a montage, a car montage. Oh wait, for, really quick before our car montage. Before the car montage. Part of the plan, by the way, involves uh, them presumably robbing uh, Verone, Veroni, because fucking. Roman says, you know what Verone has? An ass full of loot. Again, they're making... <laughs> that is true. He says an ass full of loot. 
and they're making this plan without knowing what they're transporting, without knowing anything about the transport other than, like, the start and stop point. So I don't know how they're able to fabricate any sort of functioning plan, but that hasn't stopped them in the past, you know? I guess, man. I just... What in the world? Okay, yeah, so... All we, we have a little all car we montage. vaguely know is he's gonna, like... They're maybe gonna rob Verone. They're gonna they're gonna swindle Verone. Yes. And so then anyway, we get a car montage. Yeah. We're looking at muscle cars. Brian says, Ooh, baby, this one's clean. Uh, and then we get Suki um <laughs> sitting with her legs way too wide on a stool <laughs> for her to be wearing a mini skirt. Like, sit how you want, ladies, but some conflicting ideologies here, Stone. But also, her skirt is like about uh, like a large belt, and she's sitting with her legs wider than I ever have in my life. <laughs> it's a baffling position to be in, and she's putting some dragons on a car. Is that important to this montage? <laughs> I don't think so, but we do know that Suki is here. <laughs> well, Stone, I think there's a reason <laughs> the director chose to position her that way. <laughs> I'll just say. Wait, what is it? Is, does it impact the story or the plot it's comfort comfortability oh that's oh, how she prefers to sit interesting okay and then brian asked uh jimmy the mechanic shout out uh friend <laughs> friend of the show Jin. um he says hey got any more nos laying around and he's like i already put nos in your car idiot you you probably know that and he goes but our cars might get crowded yeah he so uh, he wants a half a bottle of nos right yes Reason for that, Stone, do you have any idea? Well, Guard, I've seen this movie before, oh, so I know... Well, okay, I have an idea. I'd, I'd like to hear your idea, because he says, I need a half bottle of NOS because our cars are going to get crowded. I suspect uh, the reason he wants a half bottle of NOS is because they're going to rig up some sort of awesome seat ejector situation. Yes, they're going <laughs> to... You think they're going to casually, in this montage, throw together some sort of very elaborate seat ejector using spare parts at Tej's shop? I do. I truly believe that, yeah. So I think that... Uh, in, I don't think they're going to reveal it to us. I think they're going to like subtly put that in, and then later on, uh, when that... like One of the guys that did the beanie on the boat, one of the goons... He's going to put a gun to Brian's head and he's going to say, hey, hasta mañana. And that dude's going to be jettisoned from the vehicle. In in what fashion? Um, Like the seat blowing out of the passenger or the back seat and him horrifically dying afterwards. All right. All right. Well, it, well he's, they're going to do something to get rid of the goons because we know they're going to be a part of this run. And uh, our boys don't like it, mainly because they know that they're going to uh, murder them at the end. Right, right, right. So fair Which enough. A, I mean, yeah, I, I would want a reason to get rid of them as well. Which, you know, I get that as a story point in here. Brian's like, hey, you think we can do this? Shouldn't that be a main part of their plan and not just a side note? Yeah, like a small two... little other thing. They're like, by the way. They should show up saying, hey, Jimmy. We know these guys are going to try to murder us, and we should absolutely come up with a very solid plan yeah. to get them out of our car at some point. 
Um, but instead he goes, hey, man, maybe we can do this thing. Yeah, you know, uh, when people try to kill you, it depends on how frequently you're um, attacked, I guess. Yeah, it just seems like that should be the main part of this plan, not a side note throwaway line at the end. But regardless... These uh, guys have a lot of experience uh, being with their lives threatened, so they don't care at all, I guess. Um, yes. Uh, Bold. We, we also get <laughs> something... I've been tracking the outfits in this because, you know, sure. it's some really good 2000, early 2000s fashion. Mm-hmm. And I'd like you to know that the fashion changes in this from uh, are Roman badass. in particular are badass, but also don't make any sense. Hmm. Okay. So we start the scene with Roman. He's wearing a wife beater tucked into some jeans. Sure. Um, and some what look like dicky boots. Uh, he's wearing, I believe, a single glove and his The Answer wristband. It's his favorite. He matches it with all his outfits. An Allen Iverson okay. wristband, you're telling me. Yes. Cool. Uh, now, in the next scene, we are in the weird walkway with Tej. And he's saying, does this look good to you? Outfit change. Yeah. Tej is now wearing a sleeveless red button-up with matching red bandana with matching red hat over the top. Baller move, yeah. So he could have just potentially put on this for the for the business meeting with Tej? Maybe threw it over the wife beater? Well, sure. Maybe? I mean, you know, you know what it's like when you um, have drugs to be running. Um, it's yeah. important to have options basically so he does yeah. um and he looks really cool the whole time so he does I, look really yeah. cool and now they're back in the garage uh shirt is gone oh sure. the red shirt is gone he's mm-hmm. back in the wife beater um not only that he has swapped out the red bandana for a blue bandana because he would he wouldn't be caught dead with his red bandana without his red shirt <laughs> looking like a fool mm-hmm. you know of course. And yes. then there's the car montage. And then we get to the next scene, which is a little sunset talk with the boys. The boys. And he's back in the red shirt with the red bandana and the red beanie. Is he just constantly changing outfits throughout the day? I like to think he um, believes himself to be like Superman-esque. Mm. Uh, so for different activities, he kind of sprints into anything convenient you know like old phone booths or just around the corner uh <laughs> he likes dumpster. to toss on different outfits just to really keep okay. people on their feet also his his red hat is a knit beanie which he's wearing in miami bold choice with a bandana underneath a lot of headgear <laughs> well that's simply a tribute stone to the professor <laughs> It is, yeah. He it's, says, a, it's a little nod. Yeah, see, the actor said, what could I wear that makes little sense in the heat of the day? Oh, the heat of I'll, ma- I'll toss Miami. on a, a knitted beanie. A place so hot that Roman's already talked about his hot, sweaty genitals in this movie. <laughs> I better put on a knit hat over a bandana. Insane, dude. Fucking wild. Yeah, really sick, though. Really sick. He does look cool as hell. Um, but like I said, we, we were Oceanside, it's uh sunset, beautiful place to have just a, a talk with the boys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and we get some big revelations here, guard. Um, a lot of character development. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess. So this well, first of all, I'm not gonna we lie. Figure to the out audience. a huge question: Why the heck is Roman eating so much? Oh my God! Yes, um, that part is exquisite. So as we discussed at length in our previous segment. Uh, Roman has the option to basically go to jail or be killed in as he sees it coming up shortly. He, Those are the two options. <laughs> to prepare for his possible stint in jail, Roman's eating as much food as humanly possible because he's been in the joint and he knows what the food in there is like. Yeah, and he could die. So he's just going to eat as much as he can. That's why he's stealing Sammy's. That's why Therefore, he's asking the way, for lunch at the bad guy's house. That's why right, he's eating right, right, a snack right, right. next to the ocean. So let's review his choices, right? Mm-hmm. He says Stop that while it. he's eating a hot dog with no condiments on it of any sort. <laughs> Is that what he's eating? I think so. That's what it looks like, at least. Uh, I've ate a lot of hot dogs in my day, some wrapped in tinfoil, some not, and that looked okay, like a hot yeah. dog to me. Yeah. Uh, he's ate a sandwich. That wasn't his. Specifically pointed out it was definitely not his sandwich. And then what's he have at the at the bad guy's house? Well, he was served lunch, and and no one ate it, and then they left. (laughs) So those are the immaculate meals he's been enjoying, you know, uh, outside of... So that's what he's been trying to essentially, like, eat the best of everything. He's had a hot dog, nothing, and a sandwich. He is he's so offended by the food served inside prison that he's going to eat all of his best f- favorite foods which include a hot dog next to the ocean Some other someone else's sandwich. sandwich and a lunch that he actually didn't eat he just looked at. Yeah. But then he actually says his doctor says he has a high metabolism. Yeah, so all good actually it turns out. So so actually we're in the wrong and he just he has he a medical to need to be eating these things. Yes. Um, <laughs> and then we get to another part that absolutely killed me, where they're just hanging there, broing out next to the sunset by the ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, and Brian says, ah, remember the old days? It's me and you, just like the old days. Uh, <laughs> a lot of things they did in the old days, apparently. <laughs> And he says, remember us growing up? And the th- and this is what Brian remembers from those two growing up together. A long, esteemed list. <laughs> the list includes, one, playing football in the dirt. Two, one. getting in trouble. Three, all the stupid things we did. <laughs> yeah, so total of three total three total things and one of them was playing football in the dirt in the dirt guard huh. do you remember all, guard remember all the good times we had in college when yeah we, all the stupid when we, stuff when we, we did when we played in the dirt when we <laughs> hung out and also when we got in trouble are yeah. my three favorite things those from were the college. days huh stone dude you're God, reminiscing that was, that was about sick. the good old days of us growing up, and the best thing you could think of was playing football, <laughs> specifically in the dirt. That was tight, man. I, I, it sounds I, like I they had playing. awful childhoods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which to be fair might be in character for them. Yeah, remember that shitty town they grew up in? Yeah, <laughs> in the I middle do. of fucking I nowhere, do. California. 
and the their favorite memory is playing football in the dirt. Oh, dude, I, it's kind of sad <laughs> if you think about it. Yeah, maybe that's what the director's going for here. Or maybe it was just poorly written. Uh, <laughs> one or the other. Or. Definitely one or the other. Um, and then we get some huge uh, revelations, guard. Yes. Uh, we do. I mean, well, first of all, are you are you thinking of the same big revelation I'm thinking of? Maybe. My biggest takeaway from this is that the entirety of this movie, Brian's been kind of like, you know, down in the dumps, right? Because Roman's been being a dick to him because whatever he went to jail for was Brian's fault, right? Yeah, Roman's been giving him shit this entire time. Well, yes. Turns out. Turns out. <laughs> uh, oopsie-daisy. Roman lets Brian know that wasn't his fault at all. He didn't do anything wrong. Uh, he would have gotten <laughs> trouble no matter what. Which is the biggest no fucking duh of all time. <laughs> he got what caught with fuck? stolen cars. Of course it was his fault. Yeah. Brian didn't steal the cars and give them to Roman. Roman stole the cars and then got caught with stolen cars. Yeah, so why has he been being an asshole to Brian from the very beginning of this fucking movie, dude? Turns out Roman is just a bit of a dick. Roman sucks, turns out. <laughs> yeah. And and it starts out with Brian being real nice. And he's like, you know, if I could have gotten you out of that trouble as a cop, I would have. Mm-hmm. 100%. Because you're my boy. If there's something I could have done, I would have done it, dude. Yeah. And Roman says, thanks, man. And remember how I've been mean to you the whole movie? <laughs> well, turns it out- was for no reason because... Of course you didn't lead to me getting arrested for stealing cars. Yeah, it turns out it wasn't your fault at all, uh, which everyone already knew, including you, but thank you for not being a jerk to me and just letting me uh, be a jerk to you for no reason. That was tight of you to do, man. Dude, Roman's big character development moment is just acknowledging that he's that an idiot. The crimes he did himself were his own fault. <laughs> yeah, and then what I also really enjoy about this scene is that it reminds us... So Roman goes, oh yeah, you would have let me go. Is that why you let that other guy go? Referring to Dominic Toretto. Um, what I like most is that it reminds us that Dom isn't even in this fucking movie, dude. He isn't in this movie yet. We're not done, guard. Fuck you. There's no way Dom's ever going to be in this movie. Um, Yeah, I like how it acknowledges that uh, the biggest star of this, the first movie is definitely not here and it's not explained very well uh, at all. Yeah, it's awesome. It's really cool. Um, But they do a sick bro handshake after Roman finally decides to stop being a huge asshole to (laughs) his good friend Brian. Yep. Um, And then we fade uh, away from the sunset. And now it's morning time in Miami, and we're about to do the run, baby. It's all led to this. <laughs> it sure has. Um, and nothing really happens the last minute, except we see Verone uh, and Monica get in a car and drive away, where then a gardener radios very obviously into his shirt to the cops that they're on the move. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, letting us know that there is just about every single person in the Verone house is undercover in some fashion. Yep. 
we then see a shot of a bunch of uh, police uh, gearing up and all their gear. They're they're doing the things where they're putting they're putting clips in their gun and smacking it, and they're grabbing each other by the <laughs> vest and shaking each other to make sure their vest is on. I guess <laughs> so. That's pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also do a fun little scene where we see the guy that was previously tortured to death. Not to death. Excuse me, not to death. He was previously tortured to the verge of death by having a rat crawl through him. Yes. Uh, That gentleman's job is, of course, to, you know, divert everyone. So we see a bunch of cops under his command. Yeah, yeah. He says, hey, guys, checking in. It's me, the cop that's totally not crooked. Um, And then he looks up at pictures of his wife and kids and thinks, ah, shit. I Shit, better I, do. I guess I am crooked. I get better do that crooked thing so a rat does not eat its way through my wife and children. <laughs> yeah, Doug. I guess that's the right call. Yeah, um, and I would probably. Yeah, I mean, what choice does this man have? We we don't see what he's doing. He just says, "Hey guys, you there?" And they're like, "Yeah, we're here." Here, boss, reporting for duty. Uh, while so we can only in speculate. that scene, though, something amazing happens. We see, Does it? Uh, yes, uh, in, at least in my opinion. We see <laughs> uh, all the cops checking in with walkie-talkies, supposed to be undercover. 2002? Yes. 2001? 2003. One of the cops undercover is undercover as a woman reading a newspaper. Outside, like on the patio. So presumably somewhere where she can be seen, right? <laughs> she unfolds her newspaper and takes out a walkie-talkie that's bigger than her entire fucking head. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're doing an awful job of being undercover or whatever they're doing, but... uh, Wow, dude. That was awesome. When I saw that, I literally <laughs> laughed out loud. I literally LOL'd, Stone. Uh... Well, the writers did it. They put in a good joke or not. Uh, anyway, so that was the best part of the movie so far was this enormous walkie-talkie <laughs> as big as that lady's entire skull. And then Brian and Roman show up in their in their uh, FBI-given vehicles. Mm-hmm. And they're like, let's do the run. Mm-hmm. And that's where the five-minute ends, guard. And now, presumably, we have um, how much left? We have 5, 10, 15, 20. Not much, right? I 30 mean, minutes left. That is all going to be the run, I guess. Can I so ask I think you something about the, our last 30-minute session here, Stone? Yeah, man. Please do. Has any part of this movie like moved or entertained you so far? No, it's been very <laughs> boring. I was, this I was harsh on the first one because it's like part of my, you know, like, it's like the bit I do, right? No. Like, you like the first one, I'm harsh on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. The first movie was, like, entertaining, you know? Like, I, I actually no. looked forward <laughs> to my five minutes. I had to, like, kind of restrain myself to not go further than my five minutes. Like, what's, ha- what's going to happen next? Oh, like, watching at the anticipation is fun. Exactly. No, this movie's f- a fucking snooze fest. It's so boring, man. Every it's single so part boring. of this is so horrifically We've boring. barely moved anywhere. We got a pointless race at the beginning. We then... Sp- Spent a lot of time meeting Roman and getting some cars. 
they've met with the bad guy, which I guess was mildly entertaining because they you learn that he's a psycho. Yeah. But there's so much that doesn't matter and is so boring in this movie. Dude, yeah. So much of this movie is just like, why are we here? What is going on? Who cares? Did you need to explain this? Was this necessary? At least the first one was like a good popcorn movie. Yeah. Like the yeah, there's like some suspense in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this one's a snooze fest, man. I'm just sitting here this entire <laughs> really time is. like, oh my oh my god, who cares of of anything that's happening right now, you know? And again, I just from memory, I've seen this movie maybe twice. And um I've seen the other fast movies anywhere between one and three times max. And memory serves that this one is the worst because it's the most uninteresting and boring of the movies. Dude, so I'm glad we're getting it out of the boring. way. Uh, yeah, I am too, because <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, we Stone and I have been doing our best to put some fun bits in here for everyone, like <sighs> for the audience. We've been, we've been trying. Dude, good Lord, this movie is just so boring. That's all I have to say about it. But well, it's it looks like, like we're gonna get so bad. It's it's good territory. No, it's it's the worst offense that a movie can be, in my opinion, which is just like uninteresting. Yeah, yeah, for sure. In every way, for sure. Because like, you watch like the room, and it's it's fucking terrible, but it's interesting for how awful it is, right? Yeah, yeah. There's some intrigue there. This one is just it's just bad. Nothing happens. <laughs> no one gives a shit what's going on. Like, this writing is is horrific. Um, and though I will say, I'll even go out one step further. Roman and uh, Brian are their actors are doing fairly well with what they have. I mean, like they're charismatic. Would you but just, agree? Yeah, nothing's going on for them to be charismatic too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like. It's not the the actor's fault. I mean, the there's just nothing to work with. They got even a uh, Tej. Like they have three really charismatic actors that just don't have anything to work with at all. They just have nothing to do. They're like, I guess we'll look at cars and make some quips because nothing was written for this. Dude, part. yeah, it's it's weird. Well, here's to hoping that something exciting happens in the next. Six episodes of this podcast, 30 minutes of movie time, for our sake. <laughs> yeah. We'll for keep it entertaining for sake. you guys regardless. Listener, <laughs> yeah. keep tuning in because I, I hope you've been having fun with us, with our bits that we've been doing. For Stone and I's sake, we really For hope our mental sanity, God, better. I hope something happens. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll it's guard. the climax of the movie. I mean, come on. We'll guard. Yes, Stone. Uh, that's it. That's our five minutes, and we're gonna have to wait till next week to see uh, how this run goes for the boys. But and if someone before that, yes, yeah. But before that, do you have any other stuff you'd like to talk about? Did I do a Spider-Man other stuff? Did we do that last week? Because it was really we didn't. We didn't because we hadn't seen it at that point. Interesting. Well, other stuff will be Spider-Man. Then the newest one that's come out incredible really so good. good dude oh it's so good it was it was like the the just the movie theater experience oh, i think yeah. is like 
up there with like Endgame, Infinity War uh, rankings for me personally. It's a bold statement that I will back up. I agree. Because, yeah, it's just such a beautiful love letter to the character of Spider-Man and his uh, long history of being on film. And it's just great. And I loved it. And I loved it. And it was amazing. And I probably will go see it again. I'm definitely going to go see it again. And also, if anyone says that we spoiled it for you, the movie's been out for like a month now. Yeah, so fuck you. Um, but also go see it. <laughs> yeah, please go see it. Really. Um, good. Yeah, anything else, Guard? That's it. That'll wrap me up. Um, I watched A Muppet's Christmas Carol, and it's just a reminder <laughs> to you and the audience that one, Muppets are amazing, and two, that Christmas Carol is a very weird, dark, depressing movie, even when it, the cast is made up of puppets. That's right, and that's all the time we have for this week. <laughs> uh, please remember, smoking is wiggity wiggity whack, yo. So uncool, dude. <laughs> <laughs>